0: All right, welcome everyone to the Truman Middle College podcast. This is podcast number three. It's a poetry special. We've got a couple of poets here reading some of their best work. Um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Go ahead. You can go first.
1: What's up, y'all? This is your grandma, Nate. You feel me?
0: What's going on? It's is Marion. All right. Uh, do you want to throw out your last names because you're going to be famous now? Rucker. Come. All right, very good. And uh, let's just get your history as poets before this year, um, Diana, You weren't writing poetry, is that right?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: So, what is it like to f- do this thing you have never done before? Easy, hard, uh, scary, not scary?
1: Like, I mean, it's kind of easy because you just put your feelings on a piece of paper. It's just like rapping and stuff. Like, you just put two and two together. You feel me?
0: So, you think it's not too different than rapping? Yeah. In a way.
1: It's the same thing,
0: All basically. Right. And Omarion, who just he who, he started with two amazing poems, his very first ones. Go ahead. What was the experience of writing poetry?
2: Um, uh, you know, you know, yeah, like she said, you know, putting your feelings out on the paper and just really expressing yourself is is easier that way. I feel like, you know, it's, it's just gonna come off easier. You know, yep. and you gotta really stress yourself thinking about some, thinking about you know things that ain't really happen, but actually explaining what happened. There. You know what I'm saying, and you know I feel like this.
0: It's interesting because you're, for a lot of people, I think they might find it super scary, but you're saying to do it, it's kind of like calming or relieves you yeah, a little
2: like bit. Yeah, like just you know, just to do it, like you know what I'm saying. And I feel like, you know, um, uh, I just feel like with me, with me personally, that's just me personally expressing, like me just expressing the truth. That just makes it come out easy. it. Go
0: mm-hmm. The more truthful you are, maybe the easier it is. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Dayana, you can start. Why don't you go ahead and tell us the title of the poem you're about to read. All right, and I just want to express my appreciation because there are two, what would you call them, cuss or curse words, and she's just going to say the first letter, which I appreciate because I know um, what was coming out of her heart when she was writing it was the full words, but... We will do a minor bit of censoring just for all the children that are listening, perhaps, out in the audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so go ahead. The title of your poem, then you can go ahead and read.
1: If a gun could talk is the title of my poem, and I'm finna begin. I'm a gun. I'm used for protection. They call me a blick to make them feel threatened. I get passed around to goofies and most definitely some clowns. They call me they shooter because I'm always the one. As go down. I never gave a F. I'm the type of motherfucker to let off frowns, how your body's shaking, leaking blood up on that ground. I guess it's clay's codes. When they start to investigate, I'm not around. Locks extend the clips with a switch. is going down. Hollows popping at your skin like some cooking oil. Now you on your deathbed wishing that that gun had really jammed. Boom, boom, boom.
0: Wow, all right. With an no old here in the studio. So go ahead, tell me what you have some thoughts about guns. <laughs> go ahead. So this, well, this assignment was called an anthropomorphosis assignment where we imagined a human voice Mm -hmm. for something that was non-human. So what was it like to think that you were a gun for a moment?
1: Like, I mean, it's it's a lot of stuff behind it that guns are used for and that, like, people use it for protection. And some people use it for, like, just, like, violence and, like, period, like...
0: Usually, when a person's using it, using a gun, nothing good is happening. Yeah, basically. Right? So it's a yeah. troubled, it's a troubled thing to be,
2: they, supposedly.
0: Yeah. For sure. Um, all right. Why don't you go ahead uh, to your second poem, Diana? The title of
1: this poem is "A Woman." We can't make our own choices. We can't protect ourselves. We can't give up. We have to fight. We have to work, 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 work. No break. We can't be lazy. We can't fight each other. We have to have class. We can't eat a certain way, look a certain way, smell a certain way. In men's eyes, we are an object. They have to show us off. Men want to look a certain way when they have a woman to look cool, tough honest honestly it's similar to a car a car is to show off a woman is to show off a car is an object women get treated like an object i want all women to know we need we don't need a man to get through life never depend on a man that don't meet your standards we are powerful
0: wow that's good that's a call for all women to unite not fight each other And fight any kind of objectification. That was great. We need to fight these masks. What's that?
1: I said we need to fight the
0: masks. (laughs) (laughs) And Diana is currently in a studio of four people and is the only woman. Hopefully you don't feel like you need to fight us. we allies. (laughs) Um, All right, great. All right, we're going to move over to Omarion. Omarion has a poem that was singled out by the principal of Truman Middle College. Principal Jackson was really, really struck by it. It's actually two poems that should be read together, because there's a little bit of a comparison going on. Um, All right, so the first poem, Omarion, is titled? Um,
2: Biological Dad.
0: All right, so the first one's called Biological Dad. All right, you're up.
2: I know you are my pops at the end of the day. I feel like I only get to you through my words and not my actions. I feel like I will forgive you for your actions, but I won't forget what you did to me and my brothers and sister. You left us to start another family and forget about us. My mom had five kids. she had to raise by herself, four boys, one girl. She had to turn boys into men and a little girl into a woman. But by herself, no help besides my step-pops. That's not even my biological father and why and why you and why you didn't even think to call check up on us or anything I lost all respect for you. you decide to come around years later after we all grown up and I don't have nothing to do and I don't want to have nothing to do with you all the birthdays and everything like you were not in my life long enough to be labeled as my father. It's to the point where I won't even take anything from you not even money and not love money.
0: We'll hold our applause, because there's another one coming. Great, really well-read, powerful ending, too. And (coughs) another poem that needs to go right along with it is titled? Real Dad. Real Dad. All right, we're ready.
2: Now for you, Pop, I look at you as my real dad. You have been there since we were real little, and my my siblings. You held it down like a real man supposed to. Did not get overwhelmed when there were times where you could have left, but stayed and watched us grow into who we are today. And I cannot forget how you always provided for us with clothes, shoes, food, etc. Me, my brothers, and sister, we weren't even your kids. That's the reason I call you my real dad. You didn't have to do the things you did. And I thank you for everything you do, and you still do to this day, even for my other little brother and little sister, knowing they pops is gone.
0: All right.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Thank you so much. Uh, really powerful, really well read. Um, it's kind of a lesson that real family isn't necessarily blood relatives, right? Fact. And you showed your mom has seen it. Parts of your family have seen it, right?
2: <sighs> not even some some like some people seen it. They're not 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 even like the main. I didn't show them to the main people yet.
0: Coming up, it's coming up. Uh, has real dad seen it? Dad, I see All right, so good. Well, we're, we'll eagerly await his reaction. I'm sure yeah. he'll be moved and proud of it. Yeah. All right. All right, uh, we have one more poem from Diana. She will close this out, and the title is? Racism. And it is about? Racism?
1: Yeah. Oof. Police brutality.
0: And police brutality. And a, a lot of things, but yeah, police brutality. So yeah. it's very topical. Certainly Black Lives Matter, a current issue that people are wrestling with. All right, Diana, take it away.
1: Y'all never see us as human beings. Things we do to survive in the world, the money we want to make but can't. Color is the first thing y'all see. blind behind the fact that you only see black. A color we are proud of. A color we don't want to change. Everybody is not the same. We all have our own personalities, a heart, a brain. When they see us, we are targets. They think we are trying to rob them. We are trying to hurt them. But personally, they are lying about everything. You want attention. You are unstable. You scream that we did something. Now we have to be seen in a rage that you caused for no real reason. Now we look like the bad guy. We step into a store you watching us, all eyes on us, like Tupac says. Some, so always protect yourself, and never, you never know what's going, what you're going to run into as a black person in Chicago. If you are stubborn, you won't change. Put, put the past behind you. Slavery is over. Talk instead of discriminate. See instead of stare. Be friendly instead of antagonize. When we are, we are the next generation. Police officers are Oreos. They black on the inside and white on the outside. You pull us over, but you say you only doing your job. If you're doing your job, follow the rules. When when is gonna end? Another f- face losing a life over police activity and racism. Right, twenty years old. Age twenty. Hill forty seven. Ellis thirty three. Floyd forty six. Taylor twenty six. Jeffrey twenty eight. Clark. 22, Jean, 26, Castle, 32, Gray, 25, Fonville, 20, Gregner, 43, Castle, 50, Teal, 14, McDonald, 17, and more. What do they all have in common? They are all black.
0: All right. Thank you very much. I love the part where you... Um, Love the part where you list all the names. That's really powerful. Heartbreaking at the end that you get to a 14-year-old and a 17-year-old, right? Yeah. Um, Both of your poems, there's a lot of pride in both of your poems, right? Proud of being a woman, proud of being African-American. Great. All right. We will uh, wrap up our poetry session. Thanks so much, and look for more poetry in the future.
1: For self, self.
0: Hey,
3: this is Brandon Ning. I'm part of the Philosophy Podcast Plus, and... We thought we were totally done, but luckily we got a new guest coming in. Introducing Sam. What's going on, y'all? My name is Samuel, Samuel Gaines.
0: Uh, All right, Mr. Sam Gaines is here, and he's got two published poems that he's going to share with us. I'm a huge, huge fan of this one that is on, I think, the first or second page in the new literary journal that comes out from Truman Middle College. So, Sam, you can just uh, tell us the title, and then go ahead and read.
3: All right, for my first poem, I'm going to read to y'all from our, was this our second publication?
0: Uh, you're going to read, the first one you're going to read is from our third, and then the second poem is from our second.
3: All right. So this poem is called Letter from Guns, and it's written from, actually, I'll read it to y'all.
0: Written from, is okay if I say, written from the perspective of a gun? That's
3: actually what I was about to say, yeah. yeah Perfect.
0: Ahead. Actually, Diana read hers. From the perspective of a gun, so we've got a nice theme okay, going here, unexpectedly. So. All right, Sam, we're ready.
3: All right. Letter from Guns. Man, this is getting ugly. Been held and squeezed many times, and I ain't dusty. But this time, it seems like a young kid just clutched me. Thought I was for show and tell. To click, clack, he busts me. He keeps releasing all my shells, because with his life, he trusts me. I know just how this can go. Just stay back and don't get popped. I know I'm just a tool, but I'm the reason all these bodies drop. How did I end up here, propped in this kid's hand? I don't know the full story, but I know I'm his only friend. I'll do better someday. I just hope you understand. I know just how this can go. Just stay out the way and make it stop. I know I'm just a tool, but I'm the reason all these bodies drop.
0: And we applaud? All right. I'm, I'm in love with that poem. I love that poem. So what was it like? Same question I asked, Dayana. What was it like to almost like... Pretend you were a gun or see things through a gun's eyes if we can imagine such a thing
3: Honestly, it was a little weird at first because I was like, like, what would a gun say? Like, you know, like I didn't know what a gun would say, so I'm like, okay Well, from like where I'm from, you know, there's a lot, a lot of bad things happen. So I'm like, okay, let me see like how would like somebody from like my, my neighborhood or somebody Who probably might own a gun in my neighborhood? Mm-hmm. How would they gun feel about, you know, them, you
0: know Right, and your poem is a good reminder that good things don't happen when guns are being used. Yes, a tragedy same. is, they're used for tragedies, yes, basically. Uh, so. All right, and you have a second poem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's this is Omarion. from the other volume. If you're interested in, stop by Truman Middle College. We can give you copies of the literary magazine, of which Omarion is uh, a published poet. Sam Gaines is a published poet. Yes, and served. Another guest, Mr. Larry Jeffries, is also a published poet. Yes, sir you can cut that out if Larry you want. over there, man. All
3: right. We ready, Sam? Um, from volume to Lost Stranded, broken and abandoned. Sometimes I don't know where I'm headed and I get this vision that I'm lost and I'm stranded. And then comes this feeling that I'm broken and abandoned. But sometimes I feel like I have it all figured out other times it seems like my thoughts are in the wild. But I think it's time you see just what I'm about. Pick up, so pick up what I put down. All you have to do is listen so we can all be happy and significance to our winning. Samuel Gaines.
0: All right. So this didn't, there wasn't like a specific assignment. So how did this, the idea for this poem come to you?
3: Honestly, with this poem, I was just like, again, I actually have a poem coming up after this one. I was just lost. I didn't really know what to do, and I was just like, "Dang!" I was just going crazy, dropping all of these poems. Like, why can't I just, you know, why can't I? Why can't, why can't I have something to write about? So you know, I just thought about like how sometimes I have it together, sometimes hmm. I don't. Uh,
0: a very true human experience that a lot of people go through. Sure. Fantastic. All right. like to thank all the poets for today for our poetry podcast. I don't think anyone else is dropping by, so this will be the real ending. Thanks, everyone, for coming. We'll see you next time.
3: Yes, sir. Thank, thank you all for you having me.
0: Having us. All right.